WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. It's Tuesday, December 29th, 2020. A 36-year-old woman was killed by gunshot yesterday morning, spurring a homicide investigation by the Champaign Police Department. Officers responded at 4.46 a.m. to a reported shooting in the 2000 block of Moreland Boulevard, where they found the victim suffering from multiple gunshot wounds. It is believed the woman was shot while sitting inside of a parked vehicle, and the police are currently interviewing possible witnesses, though no arrests have been made. Gun violence has consistently been a serious problem in this country, with more than 300,000 deaths in America between the years of 2008 and 2017, according to the Center for American Progress. Illinois accounted for roughly 12,000 of those deaths, ranking ninth highest in the rate of gun murders by state. Gun violence has also increased with the onset of COVID-19 pandemic. The House of Representatives voted to override the president yesterday. WPGU's Tori Gelman has more. On Monday evening, the United States House of Representatives voted to override President Donald Trump's veto of the National Defense Authorization Act, which includes provisions for increased pay to American soldiers and equipment improvements. Earlier this month, the bill passed both the House and Senate with enough of a majority that allowed this overriding of the presidential veto. President Trump argues that his reason for vetoing the bill is Section 230, which protects internet companies from the liabilities of third-party users posting content on their sites. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi accused President Trump of vetoing the bill simply to undermine working bipartisan efforts before he leaves office. With the House voting to override the veto, the bill is now heading to the Senate. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gelman. With the holiday season, the number of Americans traveling by air has spiked. Here to report more is WPGU's Tarimo Basher. U.S. airports reported the highest number of travelers on Sunday since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. According to the Transportation Security Administration, over 600,000 people walked through the airport security on Christmas Day, with almost 850,000 people doing the same on Christmas Eve, despite urges from experts to stay home during the holiday season. The numbers only increase, with nearly 1.3 million travelers being reported on Sunday. In the last week, TSA numbers show that almost 7 million people passed security checkpoints. Infectious disease expert Anthony Fauci has reported that this uptick in traveling during the holiday weekend is expected to result in more coronavirus cases and deaths in the upcoming weeks. This unsettling news is reported just as the U.S. hit a new milestone, with one in every 1,000 Americans having died from the virus, as data from the Census Bureau demonstrates. In addition, despite the distribution of vaccines to essential workers across the country, the death toll still increases, now having reached 333,000 and experts believing 200,000 more Americans could die from the virus by the beginning of April, which would mark one year of the pandemic. With WPGU News, this is Tara Mobasher. Lujan Al-Hathul, the woman's rights activist who spearheaded the campaign to grant women the right to drive in Saudi Arabia, has been sentenced to more than five years in prison for her role in the campaign. Al-Hathul was arrested in May of 2018 as a part of a widespread crackdown on women's right protesters, just one month before the ban on driving was lifted. As of yesterday, Al-Hathul is the only one to have been convicted and was found guilty on a litany of national security crimes, including agitating for change, 
pursuing a foreign agenda, and using the internet to harm public order. Saudi prosecutors claim these charges are not connected to Al-Hathul's participation in the Women to Drive movement, and intended to suspend nearly three years of her sentence, which, when combined with the time Al-Hathul has already served, could make her eligible for release as early as spring 2021. The Illinois men's basketball climbed several spots in the AP's most recent top 25 poll. The 7-3 Fighting Illini rose from 18th to 15th place after two strong performances from Io Dosimu and Kofi Coburn and wins over conference rivals Indiana and Penn State last week. Illinois is set to face off against conference rival Purdue this Saturday at the State Farm Center at 5 p.m. The Boilermakers are also 7-3, but stand on the outside of the top 25. Purdue has only played two teams ranked in the top 25 and lost both times, first to Ohio State and later to Iowa, so the Illini will have an opportunity to climb higher in the conference standings with a win this Saturday. That's all for today. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. 